We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts with today's leading scientific and esoteric experts, supporting the path to unity and enlightenment. 
I'm Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be exploring finding the answers within. Studies increasingly reveal how truly far-reaching human consciousness is. Yet we've become so enamored with the outside world, the agreed-upon reality, that we've lost touch with our own inner guidance system. It's amazing the degree that we're unconscious to our own inner landscape and the profound inspiration and information to be found therein. Many ancient traditions incorporated initiations designed to shatter one's concept of reality in order to access the inner landscape and through it esoteric information and guidance. How can ordinary modern-day people access this profound information short of being buried to the neck and left out overnight, locked alone in a dark kiva, or fasting for days and nights on a remote mountainside? Our guest this hour may have some useful information on the topic. With us is Jack Elias, the author of Finding True Magic, Transpersonal Hypnosis and Hypnotherapy, NLP. Jack is the director of the Institute of Therapeutic Learning. Since 1988, he's trained and certified transpersonal hypnotherapists. Jack teaches a unique synthesis of Eastern and Western healing perspectives. He presents simple, powerful techniques for achieving one's highest personal and professional goals. His website, findingtruemagic.com. Jack, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. What is your educational background? Uh, my educational background is uh, that I'm a college dropout, but <laughs> I didn't, when I dropped out of college, I didn't stop learning. I actually started studying with uh, genuinely realized spiritual teachers, so uh, I found out later on that uh, I had made the best decision because I started teaching uh, MA psychologists and PhD psychologists and medical doctors and all kinds of therapists and, and discovered that what I had learned from my teachers was extremely rare and really the most important thing for people because all of these highly educated people were still suffering in spite of their education and, and many of them, uh, as people could see on my website, if they want to go check findingtruemagic.com, they'll see Many of these people testifying that until they took my course, they didn't know how to help people. So who were your spiritual teachers? My first teacher was Shunryu Suzuki Roshi, who uh, is probably best known for a, a, a book, a little book based on transcripts of his talks. It came out around 1970. It's called Zen Mind to Beginner's Mind. He was the spiritual master at... Uh, the Zen Center of San Francisco and the Tassajara Zen Monastery and Green Gulch Farm. I was in college in uh, 1967, and it was uh, towards the end of my second year, it was May, and uh, I, I had gotten interested in Buddhism. Uh, some people Sounds like uh, from your introduction, you have people who have a, maybe a broader paradigm than most. So uh, I was in my freshman year and I found this little book called Zen Flesh, Zen Bones. And this is 1965. You know, there's virtually two books on Buddhism anywhere. And uh, it's a translation of little Zen koans or, or teaching puzzles, if you will. 
And I opened it up. I was in my room. I read a couple of them and my heart exploded in joy. And I literally got up and started dancing around the room and felt like I was home. Mm. And it's, it's so nice when we find someplace we can connect, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Now, do some you, people might say that's a past life connection there. What What's your uh, background in hypnosis? I uh, trained uh, in Seattle at an institute. It's a similar name, but it no longer exists. It was called Transpersonal Hypnotherapy Institute. I also trained uh, in NLP, uh, did various kinds of other trainings, but my principal basis for my work is my uh, study and practice in uh, Eastern meditation philosophy and psychology and techniques. That's really the basis because when I encountered hypnosis uh, and NLP, what I discovered was what was what was valuable and useful in those uh, disciplines was little bits and pieces of what I'd been learning in a much more comprehensive way. It's amazing how we go full circle. Yeah. 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 What is hypnosis exactly? Well, that's an interesting question. You know, it's been around for about 300 years and people still are arguing about the definition of it. Um, Based on my, uh, again, on my studies uh, of uh, Buddhism uh, primarily, uh, I found that... uh, Hypnosis was a great way to introduce these other Eastern principles to Westerners because uh, essentially hypnosis is suggestion. You know, there's all kinds of techniques and drama, like a lot of people are familiar with hypnosis from stage hypnotism. So there's obviously that's entertainment. So there's lots of drama and bells and whistles. But the essence of hypnosis is suggestion. If, if you accept a suggestion, it has an effect on you. If you don't accept a suggestion, it has no effect on you. So, again, in stage hypnotists, in that context, their job is to make you think they have all this power over people. And But because the audience is basically naive, they don't understand that when the stage hypnotist is doing his uh, kind of patter talking and moving around the stage and getting people to laugh and stuff, that he's, he's actually watching their responses and then when he <clears throat> he invites people up on stage he quickly does a few interactions with them and then he'll send this or that person back down to the audience and people still think he's just randomly picking a few people but he's actually filtering to find the people who are most suggestible gotcha well okay. then will then give the impression that he has the power over them but really they're just doing what they're doing no matter how silly it is they're because they are willing to Right. So does hypnotherapy access different levels of consciousness than those that uh, ordinary are ordinary available to us? Yeah, that's, you know, the, the, the model we have, this is the thing that makes my approach unique is that uh, I teach people that language is inherently hypnotic and that we're in hypnosis all the time. And, that, and as I explain that to people, it has a profound effect because, mo- again, in Western uh society and most societies where we don't realize that we are living in mental constructs. We think we're living in the world, but really we're living in our conditioned habitual mental constructs. And that includes hypnotherapists. When I was first teaching my first year uh, of teaching 32 years ago, I had a older gentleman uh, who was a established 
hypnotherapist, 40 years of practice. And he came up to me on the first break with tears in his eyes and says, I've been looking for this my whole life. Mm-hmm. It makes a dramatic difference when people realize that hypnosis is not some weird or uh, esoteric thing that gets done to them, but that it's just accessing a capacity of their own consciousness and that actually they're doing hypnosis all the time. Your self-talk is one hypnotic suggestion after another. Isn't that the truth? So so that being the case, how does hypnotherapy differ from, say, the shamanic trance? Again, the essence is suggestion. So the sh- my, I've had many shamanic people take my trainings and what I have found is that when people don't understand the nature of language being hypnotic, even if they have profound experiences through the, the device of like stressing the body-mind with sweating and chanting and drumming and stuff, it, you know, that shifts your consciousness, certainly. And you can have uh, various kinds of very unusual and therefore profound, because they are unusual, experiences but then when we come back to our life we formulate all kinds of fixed ideas about what we experienced and even though the initial experience could have been very profound and healing we can we can kind of make rigid ideas about it that then get us stuck well, how how does uh, hypnotherapy avoid that well the, again the getting stuck and going back into your own mindset yeah, hypnotherapy and sort of the common understanding of the word is is it's not it wouldn't necessarily get you unstuck what gets you unstuck is to understand that thoughts are hypnotic suggestions and that they have no uh independent reality people what well, people I, I don't to, i don't see the difference between that and the shamanic trance they both seem to take you out of the uh, hypnosis of the masses and into a different experience, right? Okay, well, let me give you an ex- uh, an example. I had a person come to me who, uh, in a shamanic uh, journey, had these very powerful uh, animal uh, allies come up. One was a stork and one was a tiger. And at the time, it was very profound and moving for her. And then, but she was coming to me like five or six years later well, I'm because, sorry, but we're, we're going to have to talk about the stork and the tiger on the other side of a commercial break. Okay. Okay. Jack and I will return shortly, so don't go away. You are listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xbn.net. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions. 
offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org. We're dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. Our guest this hour is transpersonal hypnotherapist Jack Elias. His website, findingtruemagic.com. Jack, we were comparing hypnosis with um, the shamanic trance, and you were giving an example. I would also like to get into how it compares with meditation, if you wouldn't mind. So, do sure. continue. Sure. So, so the, this woman had a very profound experience in a shamanic journey uh, accessing a, a stork and a tiger, which were both very meaningful to her. But over time, they became antagonistic. The tiger thought the stork was weak and wimpy, and the stork thought the tiger was uh, a bully and aggressive. And she, for years, struggled with this inner conflict. Uh, because she she had shifted in the way she related to these two uh, these two uh, images, and uh, and they weren't just merely images; they were like you know energy clones, if you will, in her consciousness. So when she came to me, you know, I gathered information about the issues, and then um, I asked them both. In a hypnosis, I said, asked them both to come forward and please be willing to communicate. And they did. And, so, and it was, you know, the most important thing is just often common sense, clear thinking. So what I did is I said to the stork, I said, so you value nurturing, right? And yeah, nurturing, being kind and nurturing. Yes. And I said to the tiger, and you value strength, right? Yes. And I said, well, uh, stork you know, nurturing takes a tremendous amount of energy. To, you have to stay healthy and give a lot. You have to have a lot of strength. And I said to the tiger, you know, and to be strong, you have to be properly nurtured to maintain your strength. So, you see, you, you guys aren't antagonists. You're two sides of the same coin. And so then I invited them to come together, which they did, and merged and became a new energy dynamic within her, which I had her take into her heart, and she had a very profound experience. Now, that wasn't based on some kind of uh, magical 
aspect of hypnosis. That was based on simple, clear logic. Right, because you were looking at a metaphorical representation of two different aspects right. of yourself in conflict. Exactly. That's yeah. pretty straightforward. Okay, yeah. so how does how does how does uh, hypnosis differ from meditation? Well, uh, shamanic journeying, hypnosis, anything you want to name, meditation—they're all just uh, manifestations of mind. There's nothing outside of mind. So what about heart. Uh, you, it's still by mind. I mean consciousness. Okay, so w- within you. consciousness, you have mind and heart. Right. Uh, uh, some people would uh, distinguish consciousness as being ordinary waking consciousness, and then they would use the word awareness for greater uh, intelligence. So that's that's one of the challenges of you know understanding each other the way we use words differently. So anyway, let's say it's. Uh, the field of consciousness or the field of awareness. It's like space. Everything happens within space. Nothing can happen outside of space. So everything happens within the space of the mind or consciousness, whether it be the thinking mind or intuitive heart. It happens within awareness. So meditation, there's millions of kinds of meditation, but the essential meditation in my opinion is to cultivate an uh, essential wakefulness which is to become aware of the essential nature of that field of awareness as opposed to getting pulled into uh, relationship with whatever might arise there because uh, the problem we have is that all kinds of things arise in awareness. The problem we have is one that we get stuck with them. We get stuck on them, which is a form, in terms of the way I use the words, it's a form of hypnosis. You think, instead of recognizing something as simply an object in awareness, you uh, metaphorically, you fuse with it. You think it's you. Let's let's back up a little bit. I'm a little confused on the way you're using the words. What in in the way you're using the words? What's the difference between consciousness and awareness? Uh, it would simply be how you define it. Like many people define consciousness as your ordinary waking consciousness, which arises within the field or the space of the greater awareness. So the greater awareness can be totally unconscious. You don't have to be aware of it in ordinary reality. Well, that's that's the thing is most of the time we're because we're dazzled by our conscious mind, by what's coming to us in our five senses, in our habitual thinking, we lose awareness of awareness. Okay, and isn't that kind of like the agreed upon reality then that you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. the hypnosis you're talking about. Yeah. Group hypnosis. Yes. We all agree and therefore it is. All right. What what can be found at different levels of consciousness once you start exploring? Well, everything, everything and anything is it, again it, uh, the creative power of consciousness is infinite. It creates the whole universe, so you can find anything and everything. The you know our our idea of our consciousness, which is uh, a limited. Uh, trance perspective, if you will, based on thinking that all we are is this body-mind. 
when really what we are is we are infinite consciousness. That's, you know, the, that's a common teaching in uh, Eastern traditions is that so you, now, now you're on talking the spiritual about, path, you discover you are God. You, you're talking about um, becoming aware of the um, unified consciousness, the, the unity, um, yeah, unity places. Where, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. awareness, awareness is the absolute, infinite, boundless container of anything that might arise. Okay, okay, and that's a little different than normal, so I'm, I'm glad we, taught, we cleared that up. How, you know, you're talking about um, hypnotherapy and hypnosis as operating on suggestion. How reliable is the information unearthed by hypnotherapy if it is suggestive? Well, the thing is, uh, to, when you say information, that suggests to me... Uh, uh, a story, like people have an experience and then they tell themselves a story about it. And that's the problem, is the story is the uh, hypnotic suggestion. Any, any stories we tell ourselves that are self-conscious, like that means this about me, that's the first, that's the road to suffering, is that we take things personally. That's the essential problem, is that we, and that's a hypnotic suggestion. This means that about me. We get programmed to do that very thoroughly uh, in childhood in varying degrees. Yeah, well, you know what? One thing that I have a question about is there's a lot of hypnotherapy that's used to access uh, past lives. And, you know, for me, the jury's still kind of out on past life. Is it really a life that you lived or is it something that's stored in your genetic memory? Um, but if you're going into this story about past life through hypnosis, a lot of people get really hooked into that story and live more in that than they do in their ordinary reality. What can you say about that? Well, essentially, they're both just stories. It's all just, uh, you know, concepts. It's all just words. So whether you say it's a, my past life or this life, it's still just hypnotic suggestions and and people do you know when uh, that's one aspect of our wounding or our shame if you will is that if we're unhappy with ourselves we try to find some way to be better or find some credential that will justify that we're worthy and if we can't find it in this lifetime we're happy to find it in another lifetime so then what's the usefulness of hypnotic and hypnosis and hypnotic suggestion if it's just playing into that? Well, that's the thing. It's a double-edged sword. You can, you can make yourself more confused and, and uh, create more suffering if you misuse the power of, of the mind. So how do you stay clean? How, how do you uh, keep your practice to where you aren't misleading yourself or others? Well, that's why I say I'm very fortunate, because the, the teachings I uh, have been studying for over 50 years are very clear, thorough teachings about the nature of consciousness, the nature of the thinking mind, the tricks of the egoic, what I call egoic thinking, uh, as opposed to ego. So Is now you're talking your spiritual education, yes? Yeah. Yes. So if you, under, if you understand how the mind works, if you understand the nature of thinking, and the nature uh, specifically of egoic thinking, then you can avoid the traps. But so you're traps, using your spiritual training as checks and balances to your uh, hypnosis? No, I, to me they're not separate. Everything is spiritual. You know, eating a cupcake is spiritual. It's just 
again, that's an example of we have hypnotic constructs. We have ideas of ordinary versus spiritual versus mundane versus whatever, but those are just ideas. There's just what is. What is, is. I understand the unified field and that all is ultimately, but what I'm trying to figure out is when you condense it down to working with yourself and the individual, how are you keeping the hypnosis clean? Again, everything, all thinking is hypnotic. So if you're suffering, that means you're already involved in, uh, to use your term, you're already involved in unclean hypnosis, for example. And it's very ordinary. You're telling yourself you're worthless. You're telling yourself you're not good enough. You're telling yourself because Sally. Uh, well, this is fascinating. We're going to have to pick up with it on the okay. other side of a short pause. Jack and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this break. So you stay right there. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. How would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money? Do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster? Then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hyde can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. 
It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org, bringing leading-edge information supporting the path to enlightenment. We're speaking with transpersonal hypnotherapist Jack Elias. His website, FindingTrueMagic.com. Jack, we were getting into, you know, how to um, keep hypnosis and, you know, clean so that we know that we aren't causing suffering and we are helping the person to evolve their consciousness or their awareness. And um, would you continue on that? Yeah. Um, I, want, I think I want to start a little bit differently. Uh, hypnosis is not some monolithic thing. It's... It's a context, shall we say, like uh, somebody calls themselves a hypnotherapist and you go see them in their office. It's more the context, but what's really happening there is relationship. And that's the same for any kind of therapy or, or any anything is relationship. And uh, hypnosis is not some unique danger field. Like, uh, And a lot of people think that. They think, oh, hypnosis, what are, are you going to keep it from hurting people? As, Again, people don't understand everything's hypnosis. People can focus on the idea of hypnosis and think, oh, maybe it's a special danger. And in that moment, they're forgetting the actual world they live in that's full of nuclear weapons and, and full of all kinds of violence and nastiness. It's not some unique, you know, potential for harm is everywhere. It's not some unique danger field. And I've had, I just yesterday had a, a client uh interviewing a new client who told me several terrible stories about talking to psychologists and medical doctors who just after talking to this person for two or three minutes just was were, they were nasty to them and they and they, and they di- gave them these horrible diagnoses which were you know being diagnosed is not useful to a lay person it's just a stigma and and i often hear that and uh, so you can be mistreated by anyone. It's not just hypnotists you have to be concerned about. Okay, yeah, I was. I was. Every every um, modality has its pitfalls, um, but I was, you know, because you said that hypnosis is so suggestive, and you have to be careful of that. That you know that you're you're not uh, putting adding to a person's um, vulnerability there and their programming there. I was just wondering, you know, what methods you used. Yeah, well, to again, that. when I when I say that, I mean it in the. In, in the greater sense that, you know, all language is hypnotic. So we're all using, we're all using suggestion on ourselves and each other all the time. So, okay, so, you know, a lot of your uh, information is uh, like shamanic dream and shamanism and dream information can be allegorical as well as literal. Is this the case in some of the um, things that you access through hypno- hypnotherapy? Yeah, sure. You know, these are ways of, of stimulating the powerful, creative, 
capacity of our minds. So telling stories, creating images, allegories, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words in our subconscious mind. Uh, the language of our subconscious mind is uh, images. You, you know, you don't dream reading a book. You dream you know, with all kinds of, you're in a movie when you're in a dream. So yeah, you know, imagery, uh, allegory, metaphor, it's all uh, very powerful uh, means to communicate. So part of your practice would be um, understanding the methods to interpret allegory? Not, not necessarily interpret it, but to uh, uh, work with it to get transformational change. For example, say you're in a, in a hypnotic trance or you go to your therapist with a dream where uh, you were uh, terrified and victimized. You, you, in my opinion, you don't necessarily need to interpret that, but you recognize that it's theater. Essentially, it's theater. It's a movie, like I said, and that by changing the theater, you free the person from their suffering. And it's like it's not too late if they come in and they're in the waking state and they're talking to you about a dream. It's not too late because if they can access the memory. And just very simply put is... If, if you're suffering from some experience, uh, it's because you are relating to the circumstances of the experience in some diminished capacity. You're, you've made yourself uh, a victim. So, so what you simply can do is uh, kind of basically make the person bigger and stronger and then have them enter into that circumstance and change the way they relate to that circumstance. And that releases them from the suffering they created the first time around. By the story they told them to start out, told yeah. themselves to start out with. So what can you tell us about false memory sy syndrome? I know that became a big deal some years ago. Yeah, uh, false memory syndrome, uh, sometimes it is false memory, sometimes it's true memory. You, you, you know, you can't really tell. Same with past life, like you mentioned before. Some people say it's real, other people say it's not. What I tell people is don't be concerned about whether it's real or not. Be concerned about whether you get some beneficial change by relating to it. Like if you relate to what comes up in a past life or what comes up in a memory, instead of like holding your breath until you've determined whether it's real or not, relate to it and see if you get some beneficial change. So and then, you don't, then it doesn't matter whether it's real or not because, you know, you can have a dream and you know you, very clearly it was just a dream, it wasn't real, but you can have profound lessons and transformations from a dream. So it doesn't matter whether it's real, it's do you get benefit from it. So that's kind of like recognizing that everything is and isn't real. Well, my the definition I learned of real from one of my spiritual teachers is reality is that which does not change. Well, there is no reality then, right? Exactly. This is all <laughs> illusion. Yeah. Exactly. So, do you think do you think that hypnosis can advert can inadvertently induce false memory syndrome? I noticed that you have a a nice languaging way of um, taking a person out of being hooked into this is a real memory and I'm going to go accuse somebody of something. Um, but 
you know, can hypnosis, if it's not handled right, induce false memory? Sure, because again, and hypnosis is not special thing, some special dangerous thing that can induce false memory. It's just thinking. People can think themselves into false memory. People can go. People are do denial all the time. That's false, in essence, a false memory because they pretend something never happened and then they fill that blank space with something else. You know, like I've had many people tell me, "Oh, I had a wonderful childhood." My parents were great and then 30 minutes later they're crying because they're remembering terrible things so that's an example of a very pervasive false memory that people carry around all the time that they had a wonderful childhood because they they created that image of wonderful childhood as a way of managing the pain of the of the actual unhappiness they experienced in childhood so it's not a it's not an unusual thing that's special again it's not a special danger of hypnosis you know it seems the more con- studies that we do on consciousness the more we recognize how subjective it is and there is no absolute truth yeah that's right i mean so, there is there's an absolute truth but you can't experience it personally because then that would make it subjective so that's it's like your tongue can't taste itself your eye can't see itself but the, the, the term I used before about all-encompassing awareness, awareness is reality. Awareness, because it's content-free, there's no thing to awareness, so it doesn't change. But you can't, but even that is mis, misleading, because as soon as you use language, you're subtly suggesting that what you're talking about is an object in awareness. But awareness can't be an object in awareness, so... Talking about awareness is is inherently uh, off the mark, but it's, it's the closest we can get. It's, it's definitely mind-boggling. <laughs> uh, we have we have a bit of time left in this segment, um, so I want to get started on this topic because you speak of a destructive process of perceiving, thinking, and acting that can be viewed as a worldwide epidemic. That sounds pretty strong. Would you explain this for us? Sure. Uh, again, if you just look at human history, we've been. Uh, mistreating ourselves uh, throughout our history and now it's becoming more and more obvious that we've been significantly mistreating the planet and and that we might actually kill ourselves because of the, the way we mistreat the planet and it's all based on fearful thinking it's all based on mutually hallucinating and reinforcing that we're each other's enemies based on ridiculous things like skin color or hair color or ideas that you believe. It's all, all of that stuff is superficial to the fact that we're being manifested by life itself, that we're magical, mysterious beings, and, and that the key is to maintain a sense of wonder moment by moment, that we're being birthed literally moment by moment by uh, inconceivable source. and and that when we stay connected to that aliveness we have all of the qualities of unharmed little children which we're supposed to keep our whole lives which is unharmed little children are exuberant they're playful they're kind they're collaborative they're joyful they might they might uh suffer deeply like you know cut themselves or their favorite toy breaks but then they just grieve wholeheartedly not holding back and then they're joyful again 
that's that kind of fluidity and unselfconsciousness is we all have a right to live that way, but we get hypnotized into self-consciousness. Well, we're going to need to pick up with this on the other side, and I'd really like to because there's a there's a big gap here that I'll bet we can fill. We need to take another quick break. Jack and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.
Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. To suggest a topic or guest, email us, info at missionevolution.org. Our guest this hour is transpersonal hypnotherapist Jack Elias. His website, findingtruemagic.com. So, Jack, in this last segment, I'd really like to get into something that's near and dear to my heart because we've discussed how, you know, most everything out there is illusionary and we buy into our own illusions and create them. And then we started talking about how, uh, you know, the condition on the planet now as adults, you know, we're destroying the planet, we're destroying each other, there's hate and discontent, and it's all based on illusionary concepts. Those concepts, I believe, are caused through damage throughout our lifetime and the compensations that we make to get around it. How can you use hypnosis or whatever to start dismantling those constructs so that we can be unified? Okay, so... Uh, in my orientation, those very concepts are negative hypnotic suggestions. So it's like using, uh, you take the snake poison and you make antidote out of it. So misusing the way we think, which is inherently hypnotic, we cause unnecessary illusory suffering. And the way out of that is to learn how to antidote it with healing hypnotic suggestions so like equal but op- equal but opposite frequency equal but opposite suggestions yeah, yeah. i like and, that yeah yeah and then to go beyond it altogether like when you recognize the nature of the thinking mind you are unaffected by negative or positive hypnotic suggestions because you've transcended them like our inherent joyful nature which is exhibited in those unharmed little children that's not created or maintained by thinking positive or negative it's beyond thinking it's inherently it's our inherent aliveness and that's in my work anyway that's the goal is not merely to get uh, established people in habitual positive hypnotic suggestions but to transcend thinking altogether connect people re-establish them in the vivid vitality and aliveness of their being that makes which perfect then they sense can play with their mind that makes perfect sense to me because there's, you know, it, there's various sayings that represent that. One of it, it, it is, it is, or it isn't, but it doesn't matter because I am. I simply am. I'm yeah. not good. I'm not bad. I just am. And if we can view ourselves and the world like that, that leaves possibility for transformation, doesn't it? It certainly does. This is a good example. Like it, your experience is a function of your state when you encounter something. Like if someone is in kind of a normal, repressed, kind of mediocre state of mind that they're living in, and they hear what you just said about I am, they're going to imagine I am is, that, that the I am state is kind of the state they're already in, just absent a lot of thinking. It, they won't necessarily at all recognize I am means supremely vital and blissful and energetic and joyful. So the word I am doesn't won't doesn't communicate everything that needs to be communicated because people will interpret it based on the state they're in. But it's a process, right? I mean, there's no words you can give someone. Ultimately. No, what I'm saying is that because we're in this information age, people hear, it's very easy for people to hear all these uh, wonderful spiritual uh, insights, but they like hear them on the run and they don't contemplate them. They just put them in their 
in their, uh, what I say that is the tape recorder aspect of their mind. I, people all the time, I'm sure you've heard people say, talking about spiritual truths, for example, well, I know that intellectually, but it doesn't help. That's, yeah, gr- that, granted. that is a fiction of, uh, you know, to my, I try to make clear to people that knowing equals doing. If, if what you know isn't initiating activity on your behalf, then you don't know it. It's just on a tape recorder. Given that, how do you transcend it? You have to contemplate what's on the tape recorder and bring, it's like, you know, contemplate it, investigate it, pay attention to your life and see how it's relevant. So you bring it from the mental aspect into your heart where it's alive. You know, you you speak of transpersonal hypnotherapy. How is that different from regular therapy, hypnotherapy? Uh, Regular hypnotherapy is where the hypnotist and the uh, client uh, don't question that sense of ego self. They, whatever, whatever they experience, they incorporate into that unrecognized, limited sense of personal self. Transpersonal is like trans means you expand your awareness beyond that ego self. That's where we go back to the point of the point of transpersonal hypnotherapy is to connect people to their their intelligent being that's not doesn't need the support of thinking. Like when I, I often will ask people, like just imagine you that you stop thinking right now. What do you think your experience would be like? Many many people say, well, I'd be a zombie or a vegetable because. We're so addicted to thinking, we believe that our intelligence is a function of our thinking, and it's not. Our intelligence is independent. We don't have to be thinking to be aware and intelligent. So that's transpersonal. The personal aspect is that constant story of I'm this, and this means that about me, and that means this about you. That's the personal level. Transpersonal is where you are living and functioning intelligently with a with a silent thinking mind that you can activate as a tool if you need it, like to make a grocery list. But you're not constantly constantly being uh, run around by constant internal dialogue. So, can transpersonal hypnotherapy facilitate personal evolution? Well, that's a, that's an interesting question and. From my point of view, from uh, from the Buddhist point of view, is we're already fully complete. We just overlook it, which is the function of the uh, defective, if you will, hypnosis, is that we constantly overlook the fact that we're already whole and complete. We don't have to evolve. What we have to do is cleanse our thinking mind. And it's like if on a cloudy day, you don't go, oh, my God, we have to create a new sun. You know, the sun is indestructible and it's there. Just well, the clouds will go away. It's the same personal evolution really is to realize we are already the sun. We already have pure being. We don't have to create pure being. We just need to eliminate the clouds of our confusion that stop us from seeing that. So let me put it in a different way. Do you see hypnotherapy as an avenue to leave separatism and access the unified field? Absolutely, when used, if you understand how to use it that way. 
Okay. Do you, uh, what role do you see transpersonal hypnotherapy playing in, in the evolution of consciousness and of us letting go of the hypnosis and coming into pure consciousness? Well, it's uh, transpersonal hypnotherapy is just a term. Again, it's all about relationship. There are some people who call themselves transpersonal hypnotherapists who are really kind of just regular therapists, according to the definition I laid out. And then there are other transpersonal hypnotherapists who genuinely know how to help people get beyond their mind. And likewise, there are so-called regular hypnotherapists who help people do transpersonal work, but they don't think of it that way or call it that. Again, it's all just words. Whether What happens is, are we sparking loving wakefulness in ourself and each other, no matter what context we're in. Well, it appears the planet is in need of some new solutions. Do you think that this process that you're speaking of can help us become more creative and create new solutions for a planet in difficulty? Yeah, absolutely. It helps, uh, in my experience anyway, the way, again, in the way I relate with people, with the, with the understandings I've accumulated over my lifetime, a uh, very common response I get from people is, uh, it can't be this simple. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. I don't have to struggle. Boy, isn't that amazing, right? Yeah, it's okay. wonderful. All of our concepts are based on struggle. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I tell people if you're struggling, you're on the wrong track. <laughs> What's your vision for the future, Jack? Um... Well, we're, you know, we're inherently indestructible pure being. So, but within the realm of illusion, and illusion doesn't mean fake. Illusion just means that which changes. So the whole phenomenal world is illusory in that sense. But then within that natural illusion, we, with our thinking mind, create fantasy illusions that are and those are the problems like the natural phenomena are that's just uh we use the term illusion simply because it changes so within the realm of healthy natural illusion we are capable of creating terrible delusion with our thinking mind and we we may destroy ourselves i don't know but the point is our true being won't be destroyed. We might destroy well, the earth, but our true spirit, our true, the, you know, uh, pure Jack being is, is indestructible consciousness. As always, time has flown and now we're out of it. Thank you okay. so much for coming on the show. Okay. Our guest this hour has been Jack Elias, author of Finding True Magic, Transpersonal Hypnosis and Hypnotherapy, NLP, and director of the Institute for Therapeutic Learning. His website, findingtruemagic.com. For our amazing past episode collection, visit our website, www.missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Wilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Do join us next time as this mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to an evolving world.
Pathong Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River, further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.